0: There, Well, there we go. All right, beautiful humans. <laughs> Welcome back. I've never had that. Welcome back to a, another episode of Naked Sunday. I'm your host, Caleb Nelson. This is, I didn't tell you this, Cody. This is the <gasps> inaugural episode that I'm recording out of my brand new office, which I'm really enjoying. I have my ergonopic setup over here. It's awesome. I, yesterday, like just standing in here, standing up all day long, Oh, my hips feel looser. My back feels great. Ooh. So this is also my pitch for anybody who's not setting up their office in the right way do it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for everybody listening, I have the pleasure of bringing my friend Cody on here. Cody, I, I, how do you actually say your last name? I always mess this up.
1: I know. I know most people do it's Wassel. So thank Wasall.
0: you. <laughs> See, you know what? I didn't want to butcher it. I'm not great with names, like in general, hey. so like, I like to be respectful of that. I like to start off every episode with telling my guests why I appreciate them simply because I think there's not enough telling people why we care about them in this world. And before we even came on, we were doing the, the briefing beforehand, or not briefing, basically catching up. <laughs> there was something so like brave and courageous that you just sharing about what you've been through and like embracing a real passion for yourself and and embracing this entrepreneurial thing. Like you're, you're, what you do in your work, clearly means so much to you. And it's really calling you. And there's so many people in this world that don't actually take a chance on that. And to me, that breaks my heart. So whenever I see somebody who has the courage, the strength, and the, and the, the wherewithal, just like, and the hell, the, sh- the sheer force, the brute effort to just keep going when it gets difficult, because it's going to get difficult. I have a very deep admiration for that. Plus, you're just a very sweet, lovable human being. So on top of that, But that, that really inspired me. So, so thank you for being you. and Thank you for coming to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. This is, this is a great opportunity to just, you know, be you do the thing and share, share whatever's coming through for others to also um, share in this experience and and gain something for them too. So thank you so much for having me here in this space.
0: I'm just so amped up about this right now. I always say it this way, like, you know, you better than I do or anybody else. So who are you?
1: Well, Dr. Seuss, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm Cody Wassel, as Caleb mentioned. Um, I'm a, a intuitive transformational life coach and I have what's called soul sprout speaking to the seeds of your soul. So basically, um, what, I'm, what I came into doing is really helping people come to a point within themselves of a deeper self-love, uncovering things from child programming, um, really looking at the mindset, how that works. Um, I've done many different modalities of healing and wellness for myself. And so what I do with my coaching is bring that in. So it supports the whole Thing because it's all connected. Um, and we work on really bringing you from where you are to where you dream. You know, so many of us, we forget, you know, to dream. We're like, yeah, I, I had this dream of mine, but, ah, and it's like, no, no, no. What is it? What's that little voice inside? And we really want to raise awareness in that. And that's what I help people do raise the awareness of that little voice, let it get a little louder, and, and let you live from a space of authenticity. And, and movement and freedom and grace and bring that into daily life um, and take the action steps to, you know, get there before we're 80.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, God, I love it. I'm just amped. I rarely do my I lost for words, but that's so cool. <laughs> Obviously you're so deeply passionate about, it, and we're also talking about something, especially you're bringing in a spiritual nature. I know in my own life, I struggled with my own spirituality um, and especially leading a business and a connection with people, a human connection with people, where in this day and age, that is very difficult. Um, I'm really curious, where did this start? What inspired you to go down this path? Like, where does this really come from? How did we get here?
1: Yeah. So what's really awesome is that I actually used to think that I hated people.
0: (laughs) No shit, really?
1: Oh, yeah. I was in the dog business for 15 years. I own and operated my own doggy daycare boarding facility for 15 years. And I related with animals and I just couldn't understand how people thought. And, you know, I was really judgmental and I was really, oh, man, there was so much anger inside of people's choices and decisions and how they cared for things and why they wouldn't listen and then and then and then and then. And I just started to be like, wow, people really suck. People are dumb. People, you know, and I really would get really upset. And then the interesting thing was at the time I was with someone who, um, you know, had some depression and had some things and some of their own stuff that they were going through. And what that did for me was it brought me to a really dark place. And the beautiful thing about dark places is that the light shines brighter if you let it. So in that experience i started to go to different modalities of healing and wellness energy works you know spiritual mentors um just anything that i could do to actually help him and it wasn't about me but i was one of those people that i'm like well i'll go guinea pig myself and try it first okay and then i'll come back and i'll tell you if it worked or not and then if it worked maybe you'll want to try it maybe it'll work for you right yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so that's where I went with that. But, you know, sometimes people don't get on the train because it's, you know, I later find out in life that it's not about, you know, trying to fix someone. It's actually just fixing you. And then they go, Oh, wow, that's magical. I want what you have, but that's for later. But in that moment, that's what I was doing through that. I actually was healing myself. So I was out there thinking I was finding these things for someone else story of everyone's life actually is that beautiful mirror and you're actually out there healing yourself. And I started to bring this into my business and I started to bring in, you know, yoga and wellness and energy work for my workers. A lot of my workers had a lot of issues with their parents, mainly mothers. And I was that stable female figure in their lives that, you know, was supportive and kind and compassionate. I started to bring this into my meetings So we less talked about, like, how can we get our numbers up? And it was more like, okay, how can we do more care for the animals? And then, great, how are you living your life? What are you doing? What inspires you? What makes you feel good? You know, like, blah, blah, blah. And I started to realize that, like, I really actually love people. I love them. They are beautiful. And boy, do they trigger some shit. And, and, and great, because then when you trigger things, I know I have work to do within myself. And I started to really see that and, and like it. And I had no idea what I would do. None. And I just knew that I needed to let go of my business. And I had been stuck in my business for like five years thinking I'm meant for more. I know I'm supposed to be doing something else. I can't be stuck in this brick and mortar forever. So I created this business that I actually felt stuck in and what a funny thing, right? You created it. You're stuck in it. I mean, hello. <laughs>
0: so brick and mortar. Oh yeah. You know, I know I am, that feeling stuck
1: in the brick and mortar. And I was just like, I worked my whole life to be respected in that industry, to have um, a rapport with people in the community, to be seen as an expert in my field, which was, you know, challenging as a very young female. Um, you know, there was still, I had no idea that there was still this like male thing going on out there in the real world. I lived in much of a bubble before I came out into that business, um, where I was met time and time again with like male chauvinistic tendencies and my landlords and these struggles and, you know, talk about lawyer things and all this stuff. Right. But to make this short, um, you know, it was really uh, something that I came to, I was like, I really have to let this go. And I had actually gone to this, um, April Hannah up in, in, um, Saratoga. She has Hannah's healing and wellness. And I had gone to her for a spiritual weight loss because I was like, I've tried everything and it just keeps coming back. So it must be something energetically in me that maybe I need to work out. But what ended up happening was actually working on the stuff that was helping me move towards letting my business go, which I didn't even know at the time. Um, One day I was sitting at the crossings and I'm sitting on a rock and this this duck swims by. It's like, and it's on its own. And all the other ducks are like off to its side. This duck's just like, yeah, swimming in the pond by myself. Have a good afternoon. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he just like dives down like super duper deep and his like feet pop up and he just all webs. And it's like the most duck feet I've ever seen. I'm like, whoa, he is reaching for something good. Like something is really tasty down there. And all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I have to sell my business. And I said it out loud. It was the first time I said it out loud.
0: Yikes. That's the fun and right,
1: one. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea what duck ass and selling my business. have to do, <laughs> <it up>, But <laughs> that's how it went, you know? And I was like, wow. And, and I felt so light. Like I felt like 30 pounds had been lifted off my body. And I was like, holy crap, I really do. And then the next thing that starts to happen that happens with all of us, you know, is this voice that says, well, you're not meant to do anything else. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you don't have a this, you don't have a that, you don't have a, you know, bam, 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 man, I'm just like, hold on a second. Okay. You know, and, and I just kind of like gave it a pause. I was just like, you need to hold up because we need to like, look at this for a second. Mm-hmm. And I went to a tarot card reader. And she had round cards and I'd never seen round cards before. And she had like this beautiful English accent. I was like, Ooh, fancy. I feel like I'm in a whole different world. And she was like, yeah, she didn't know I was selling my business or thought about it. She's like, you're going to make massive changes, you know, where you leave something and start something new in the next six months. And I'm like, six months. I'm thinking like, I have a niche business. It's going to take me years to sell it. She's like six months, blah, blah, blah. I was like, huh. All right. Now this is June. This was June. And by January, I had buyers for my business. Wow. And I was just like, cool. (laughs) Now what? Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea what I was going to do. And so in the midst of that, somewhere in between, I had signed up for this thing called Mind Movies. I was fascinated with what the mind can do and how you know, like thoughts become things. And I was, I was really, really fascinated with the power of the mind. And I was like, man, we are not even tapping into like a quarter of our potential or a 10th even, you know? And I was like, I was really fascinated with it. So this thing was called mind movies and it was how to like, you know, work with your mindset. Da, 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 da. It was an online program. And up to that point, I'd really sucked at those. I would buy them and then not do them, you know, cause anyway so i was like oh i'm gonna get this thing and so i spent like four hundred dollars on this you know online program and you get this free ticket to this dream builder live event in california whatever so i did none i did one of those classes and then nothing else (laughs) and then then like literally it's 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 um, what so this was june july september I get a phone call. So now I know these people are buying and we're setting it up for January that we're going to do the paperwork. Dah, 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 dah. And uh, I get this phone call and this woman's like, Hi, you have a free ticket to the Dream Builder. Dah, 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 dah. And I click, <laughs> hung up. I'm like, Yeah, psh, nothing's for free. Whatever. Totally forgot. Totally forgot. She calls me back and she goes, Hi, this is so and so with the Dream Builder Live. I believe we got disconnected. I said, Oh, no, I hung up on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let her know.
1: Yeah. I was like, no, no, I hung up on you, lady. What are you, what are you trying to sell? And you called me back. That's brave. <laughs> you know? she's, so she's like, she's like, no, you have, you know, this thing and you got it with the, th- I was like, oh, this is an actual real thing. I'm like, hmm, California in January, like, and I'm selling my business. I'm like, this kind of seems very divinely aligned that there is this thing going on when I'm in this massive transition of life. And I'm like, all right, So I go to California and I step into this giant room where there's like thousands of people, like 1200 people and they're dancing.
0: It's a party. And I'm
1: like, I'm like, what cult bullshit did I just walk into? Like, what is this? And I was like, "Mm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm really uncomfortable. Turn around, run, run, retreat, retreat, retreat. And I was like, no, no girl stay. You have no idea what you're going to do in your life. Like you need to stay and just see what's in this just be open, just be open. And I was like, all right, I'm being open. So I sit next to this person and I'm okay. And I'm like watching these people dance and you know, and, and this person gets on stage and he's like, you know, the MC for the event, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm sure you guys are thinking like what's with this coal and what's with the blah, blah, blah. And why the dancing? I'm like, Oh, he read my mind. What? And he introduces his mother. Who happens to be Mary Morrissey? And she was trained under Jack Boland alongside Wayne Dyer and Les Brown. Oh, and wow. she has done amazing things and is huge in the you know self-help, self-development, you know, spiritual, successful business entrepreneurial venture for like the last 40 years. And she reminded me so much of my grandmother and the way she would talk and I just there was just this warm, cozy feeling about her and I was like, oh wow this feels so good and everything that came out of that woman's mouth had bridged the things that I had gone through over the last six years you know how I was like gonna lose my business but I I said no this is the only option and I visualized where I wanted to go and where I wanted to be and then it came to fruition you know like all these things and and how there's these you know laws right of attraction of vibration and I kind of knew of them but I didn't know them know them but subconsciously i had been using them my whole life and she's like this is you know this i'm like these are things i'm like holy crap i've been doing this forever i'm her she's me it was my mirror of what i was being called to do and i was like okay all right and so i i signed up with them for a year um to learn, to, well, to be certified as a transformational life coach. But what it really did was it allowed me to bridge all of my experiences into a teaching platform and a platform that actually helps and supports others. So that's actually how, you know, I came to this space, long story short-ish.
0: <laughs> long story long, and I wouldn't have any other way. That's <laughs> There's a lot of cool things in there. One there's the interesting piece about the guinea pig right you like to be the one who went out and did the thing and tested it out and if it works for me I'll go bring it back and i think that very much aligns with that entrepreneurial mindset because that's usually what it is to be an entrepreneur like i'm just going to go do this thing that's different you know and i'm going to i'm going to go see how it works i'm going to tell other people i'm going to help them i'm going to bring it back there's a it's a there's a calling to that type of work because otherwise you can go get a job punch the clock and you know do that i definitely especially if you're like you're, you're testing out all the I, I went through a whole big phase and i still always constantly in a phase of testing things out but you know reiki and ayahuasca and meditation groups and all kinds of different stuff and i kind of test the efficacy of all of those things in, in their various lights but i think that there's something really cool about that and one of the things you're bringing up is that you're going to bring it for somebody else. And in my life, this has been a unique thing for me when I have gone through difficult times or uh, there was almost like I was doing it for somebody else. But when I look back, especially if those relationships are no longer like there every day, even because I've had some fallouts and had some other things I would look back and I would be so grateful for that person because by seeing these frustrations it encouraged me to go out and find the answers and it's usually because i needed that person to show me that there was a different outlet the, the, the tools i currently had were not what i needed whether it was for myself or somebody else doesn't matter but it, it, it sh- i think for a lot of people who also deal with burdens or things like that letting go of things that type of mindset which i kind of heard in a, an underlying vein within, that's why i'm bringing it up is that You can find this way to look back and be so grateful for all the different things that have come through, the hardships, the problems, the anger, the frustration, the whatever, the fallouts. There's something really, really beautiful when you can look at it from that lens. And I have this little saying, like, when you look at life in reverse, everything makes sense. Um, What an interesting path to just follow your gut and your intuition to just lead you out there. There's so out much down to the vast
1: openness of the unknown. Go, Cody. Go. Okay. Oh God.
0: <laughs> just take another step. Keep going. Just another. Yeah, one, just one more.
1: Cool. Now, just one more. I got you. Who's got me? Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So tell me a little about. Like, this brings us to where we are now with this, and you brought up some interesting. Like we're, we're talking about spirituality. We're talking about whatever that means to people. You know, that's a esoteric existential kind of conversation we're bringing here. I think a lot of people struggle that I know I did. It's not concrete. You know, I can't like pick it up and touch it and feel it, you know, in the traditional sense of a lot of things. Um, but we all, I think we all grapple with this idea of, is there something bigger than myself and what am I being guided to? What am I being called to? What am I living up to or trying to, trying to, to, to fulfill? tell me some of your experiences with your clients i'm, I'm really curious to see maybe some of the people's skepticism or challenges or you know thinking things are taboo or anything of that nature i'm really really curious
1: so so what i noticed is that there's a dance there's a dance between um the science of life and what you can touch and and then there's the spirit which you can't and so many people when they're coming into something they have a knowingness of it they're like ah yeah but and then the mind comes in and so with so many people what I what I do and, and help support them in is dropping in into the heart space and it's not the pumping heart it's the energetic heart space field because when we're out of the mind you know this is why people say oh meditate and listen there's all different ways to meditate and if you're not able to meditate it doesn't mean that you can't get there um so i don't want to discourage people if they're like i don't meditate but i'm going to use it as an example to just facilitate how slowing down creates a space where you can drop in and so that's what meditation does. You know, that's what just even slowing your thoughts down. A lot of people struggle with that. Um, but when you come into, did you react from here? Or did you allow the mind to come in? And w- raising the level of awareness to the ability to discern which one is speaking um, is really the key. <laughs> to actually being able to walk here and it's a constant, I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning and growing there too. The the thing of it is, is it, it's, it's, it never ends, but each person's journey is different. And what happens is, you know, say something that usually would take you six months to process and get over or whatever, right, is now, a month or then it's a week or then it's a day. And so what happens is this gap begins to shrink as you practice this dropping in. And then in the moment, it becomes one thought and the other one comes back and brings you back into that positive peace, gratitude, love, compassion, and that window shrinks. And that's when the fast tracking of life and following and feeling comes in. It is not without suffering and it is not without pain, however, it's you choose how long that those things are present. You can honor it, love it. You had said something earlier, I know this is a little off the topic of being specific to my clients, but um, it's not in a sense that everybody says this, I have to let go, I have to let go, I hate this part of me. Hmm. That's not helpful. <laughs> when we hate a part of ourselves, we're continuing to create division of self When we feel like we have to let go of something, we feel like there's a loss of something. But what really it is, is it's loving that part, loving the darkness, loving the anger, loving the hurt, loving the pain, because that transmutes it and it becomes something that now no longer has this hold on you. It's not actually something you have to let go of. It's something you look at and you say, thank you for bringing this up because now I can love into you and we can be one together and create peace and harmony within versus I need to get rid of this part of me. There's no part of you that isn't already perfect. It's just layered with some garbage stuff that you need to get through to actually feel the version of you that you were when you were created, which is that feeling of home, safety, security, you know, where you're emanating that within and then also sharing that on the outside
0: that's some pretty powerful reflections in there and i know a lot of people you get into this and there's a lot of like the woo woo stuff that people get a little caught up but i there you're talking about some practicality mm-hmm. right you have to still do you're talking about meditating right that's that's a behavior that's an action that's a that's a thing it's a repeatable task that i think especially for anybody who might be listening who might grapple with this, or is is just on a very different level with this, and the practicality of that leads to the awareness that I was hearing in your in your in your um, description there that the awareness is it's like it sounds like a twelve step or like first step to you know solve <laughs> the problem. you have one in the first place, right? Well, how if you are not even problem aware, how are you going to solve it? Are you just throwing darts at a wall and just still being frustrated because you know you are throwing at the wrong wall to begin with? <laughs> You know, and I think that that's so I think it's a really powerful realization for people to say that there's a there's a different way because everything everybody does is like so concrete, so hard, so tangible. And it's a lot of the grind your face off, like if a little bit is good, like a thousand is better. You see so much of that. And you had brought up earlier, you brought up it, it, we kind of like made didn't say make, make a thing of it, but it was it was notable you had a, a man reach out to you as a client which yes uh, and uh, i think that i think the narrative especially when we talk like just general mental health um wherever we're going with all that like i think there is a narrative that is changing does it what does it mean to be man like a masculine you know usually we think big strong tough angry rough don't talk about your feelings fuck your feelings kind of thing <laughs> you know and and yeah. not for nothing. I'm de- i i mean i can I can live in that. I can understand that world because I, you know, sports and all those things are kind of indoctrinated. You, you brought up some of those things, but I thought that was a really powerful thing. He like, said, Oh, I got this. I have this client who's a man and it resonated. Tell me a little bit of like, what kind of what goes through in your mind and some of those things. And what, and what are you seeing with that kind of, that kind of change there?
1: Yeah. So I, one of the, the biggest things I noticed when I came into this was um, I'm going to back it up just for a hair about sure. like um, women, and right, being suppressed for so long and right, the male dominant society and that being an environment that, that we came into. And then you have the women who are coming in and trying to undo that, but they're coming on this whole other spectrum of things of like women, 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 except that's not good either because there has to be balance. And when we come into the space of understanding that it's not men and women that have been, you know, it's not the man hurt the woman, the woman now needs to hurt the man. That's not balance, you know, or now it's a woman's time to rule. We're meant to rule in balance. We're meant to support in balance. And a balanced female energy would be that support and that love that creates that space for the male energy to yes, hunt, gather, do the manly things, but then also be that soft, gentle, loving supportive nature that is also a part of them because we ourselves are both um it's energy when we talk about things you can see and you can't see they're tangible and not tangible like wrap your head around electricity friends
0: <laughs> so true
1: you know what i mean so it's like oh spirituality is so hard and it's so woo woo and it's listen i thought it was woo too and i thought people were nuts and, and and some people are they're just a little out there and if that's good for them hey i'm happy for you but when it comes down to really trying to bridge that gap we have to understand its energy energetically we both as a whole being as a whole soul we all harness male and female energy when it is imbalanced it's not working properly <laughs> like period end of story and when it is you're able to access both sides which allows you to walk life in balance and it's the same for men and you know, I had, I wanted to put a retreat together and, and have, have men be able to come to it as well, because I'm like, men need healing too. It's not just the women that need healing and they need to feel safe and open to be that and also still be manly, you know, embracing feminine within the masculine doesn't mean you have to wear flowers and white and go in water. And you know, whatever. like, it doesn't mean you have to drum naked in the forest. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean those things it just simply means creating a balance within where you as a man are comfortable accessing both sides when you need to. Um, because that's a whole being, that's a whole being. So, so this was really awesome. Cause I started to notice I wanted to do this retreat and I was going to work with this woman and she's like, well, I don't want men there. And I'm like, well, what's the point of healing oneself if we're not also going to include, it's a soul you know, it's a soul that needs balance. And that's with, with anyone, no matter what you're identifying with here on this plane, you are a a soul. You are a being who is two energies, a masculine and a feminine energy. So no matter what you identify here, those need to be balanced in order to create inner peace. That's it. It's an energy. So this kind of created this question where I was like, well, why would we create something that you can't have that person in? And what came down to is she had a lot of trauma with males. So she was bringing that into the space. And then I decided that that wasn't going to work for me because I want everyone to be able to heal. Um, And so it, it kind of started to be this thing where, you know, very encouraging when, when you, when you find someone who's open, you know, and who is like, I feel this part of myself and, you know, and I, and I don't know what to do with it. You know, and I, and I want to be a better man, but I want to be manly, but also access this 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 space of oneself. And and you know, I was just elated as I'm starting to see more and more men embrace that, and and embrace it in a manner where they're not going full feminine on us. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. listen, ladies still need a man to be a man. Men still, you know, if if that's the route you're going, like you still need that, you know. And so when you go too far feminine, you're too far feminine. Like it's not in balance. <laughs> so it's so important that that the men are coming into this space where they're like, I can be both. And it, it was just so awesome to, to really see that they're starting to show up. You know, I've been doing some um, uh, with uh, Zelda hoteling locally. She's a Native American healer and I've been working with her a lot and we collaborate. And I've also been like, um, kind of like learning some of their traditions and stuff and, and helping her with the workshops and um, beautiful because some, some men will come, you know, with their wives. That's, that's even more beautiful, you know? It's like, oh, what a beautiful marriage where, you know, the woman came first, you know, but then the man saw what she was doing and practicing and was like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, dip my toe. And, and to hear men start to speak about their own experiences you know, spiritually and otherwise that they're being called, but they don't know what to do or where to go to have a safe space to, to start to practice and access that part, you know? And so for me, being able to like actually hold space and, and be able to have that area for someone to access is just like, ah, such a, such a blessing. Cause I was like, I want everyone, I want everybody to be able to feel this way, you know? And so to have, you know, a male client is just a really cool blessing, you know? It's like, awesome, dude. I'm so excited for you and your wife and your family, you know, for you to access this side of you that I know because I felt it is just going to like enhance everything that they go through together. It's just, it's going to be so beautiful. The business, the, the life, the, you know, it's just going to be rich with this nectar and marrow of awesomeness of balance. And I just, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: I feel like my heart's pounding a little bit. I'm getting excited <laughs> too. This is this is exciting. I think there's really something, and I, I love that you're bringing the trickle down effect too. Like it, it's going to come down to a marriage as well. And I, I'm curious with men if it's, it's like I, you, almost like you have to run yourself into a brick wall enough times <laughs> till you're like, shit, there's got to be a better way. and then you're like how do i and when and it's this interesting when you when you soften just a touch you know and and you bring um the empathy it seems to be the the new the new thing but i agree with it empathy is a real thing but i don't know if you ever read the book i'm big on the book and i keep recommending to everybody it's called never split the difference written by a guy who was an fbi negotiator Mm -hmm. i think it was really powerful for him to use it as a he calls it tactical empathy. I don't know if he took it from somebody else, but like he calls it tactical empathy. Uh, a guy named Chris Voss, uh, for anybody who's listening, I highly recommend it. But it's so strange that we have to use these, you know, you hear tactical, that certainly attracts a male audience, tactical. What, empathy. tactical?
1: I can make sense of this, let me see.
0: Right, and like, exactly. I mean, and it's really interesting to hear how he used this softer style compared to the the previous styles of negotiating, which negotiating is really, how do you have a conversation? How do you convey a message and let somebody else come to a realization? And it is, how do you create space? And the only way to create space is to be empathetic, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Whereas typically when we think of the masculine, it's like, I'm going to dominate and I'm going to fucking win at all costs. I win, you lose. And there are, I mean, you know I, I hope people realize like the don't keep score kind of thing and like like people need to learn how to win and lose like and and learn how to be a good sport and all those other things right. but when you can take a bigger picture approach and say like how like we're going to have to exist in harmony still you know it's not about me winning right now it's about us winning long term as a
1: whole as a whole
0: and, a whole. and it, i think there is a thing where we, as uh, uh, maybe I'm just, uh, perhaps I'm just exploring this idea with men. We got a runner. We get so exhausted. I, I, Perhaps I'm just speaking for myself. I get so exhausted doing it one way or just this, 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 this grind. And, and yes, work ethic's important, but it's just so hard, so almost militant, cold. And not really seeing like the rest of the playing field that there's other participants here that also need to feel part of the process, feel included, for a, a warm, nurturing, harmonious relationship. Because we're sharing the same damn space, they can't. Nobody likes to be under somebody else's thumb. I don't care who you are. You're under it long enough, the weight of that fucking blows. You know, forget yeah. you know, French. I swear <laughs> a lot. Of times. And I'm just exploring this idea right now. I don't even know why I went off on the tangent, but. Um, I think that's really cool. I think there's a I think it's really cool this guy that I think there, I mean, most of my, especially with spiritual kind of stuff that I've explored has been instigated by um definitely more of like a mothering figure. There's probably a safety in that. Like, okay,
1: cool. Like,
0: I can be myself here. There's something powerful in that. Um, and I explored and started to explain that more like my the 30s or early. I'm 34 now, but um, I think that's so cool that you're providing such a space for that. And I think there is a need. I really do think there's a big need. I think we all eventually like want to, especially men, uh, coming to find legacy becomes a big thing. We like credit. We like to win. We like to be the one like I left something, that, <laughs>
1: or, you know, it's names the, on the bridges and shit like yeah. that. You
0: know, all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, um, it's the it's the ego mind, you know. It's it, it's the ego mind, and that's a that's a programming. But, you know, you can still be on top of the world. You can still be winning and you can still whatever, but you have nothing to prove to anybody. And really all that is, is like a self-validation. And like, when you strip away everything, it goes back to, am I enough? Do I actually love myself? And, you know, it goes back to, to wanting to feel whole, you know, like you were saying, well, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Well, we're only ever really speaking for ourselves and everything outside of us is only a mirror for us in which to grow and learn. That's all it is you know, and and it's so simple yet so complex when we are not slowing it down to see it. You know, it's like matrix moves, you know, like slow down that matrix screen and, and check that out for a second because the lens that it gives you is this magical space where you're like, if you just slow down for a minute, stop reacting, start responding, which means give space, take in what just happened, And before you go, you know, like take just a hot second and just be like, what did that do? How is that triggering me? How can I create balance within myself in this moment? And what of this is for me? And what of this is a projection? And then have a response on that. And if we could just slow that down, that in and of itself, I mean, I recently I'm, I'm dating a guy right now who that was part of a conversation. I wasn't communicating well. Um, I was trying, but the way he, his process and center was, was different than mine. And I'm like, no, that's what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying. And I was like, all right, hold on. And neither of us were getting upset because we were able to just create a little bit of space where I was like, okay, hold on. Like, let me really try to see what of this is mine and and what of that is yours. And then where can we meet where this is a resolution? Where are we resolving so that we can move forward from that space? Um, I mean, (laughs) for a hot second, I was like, oh my God, I guess like this is it, like this is over. I'm gonna have to like, like, you know, And, and then, you know, you just take a second and you're like, wait, wait, we both, we both are actually working towards this. You know, we are both trying, we are both learning, we are both growing and it was creating, you know, I didn't feel safe, he didn't feel safe. I'm like, well, hell, we're both experiencing the same thing right now. Like, what, how do we, okay, what would help you feel safe, What? what, you know? And then what would help me feel safe? Well, I'm not feeling safe because of X, Y, and Z. All right, well, I'm not because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, great, like, what do you need for me to help create that? So you start to ask yourself better questions and, and breathe. And it starts to create a a beautiful space of healing and communication and, you know, more opportunity um, for both parties to heal and grow. And so, you know, and that's something that, you know, I, I didn't have that uh, level of awareness, you know, even two years ago, three years ago, you know, and and that's just something magical that I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm doing it. Like, yeah, it works.
0: That's so cool. And the, the words that came to mind was like slowing down to speed up. And it's like, people think that everything is like, it has to happen right now, but not realizing what you might be sacrificing on the back end, Right. think about a relationship. If you reacted, you could have torched a relationship right then and there. And then like, okay, where's the next person I have to find. And that might be a longer journey as opposed to take a beat where are we at? Let's double check. Let me put my, and you, you even said it, like, we're both feeling the same thing. We're both not feeling safe. Oh, I understand what that feels like. There's the empathy and you can see yourself in the other's shoes and there's a the reflection and quickly resolve something as yeah. opposed to just, ah, I need to win right now. So I don't feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Mm,
0: doesn't have to be so much. I love that. I really, really love it. I just, wanted to contextualize a little of that for myself too. Half the time, just so you know, these conversations <laughs> are just, I'm, I'm selfishly doing this because I just love listening to what other people think about the world. <laughs> I really love it. And I get to talk to smart people and just work it out myself and I get to learn. And it's so, so, so cool just to hear your perspective which is kind of an interesting empathy, empathy exercise in I know myself. Um, on top of, it, just to hang out and have a good time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Um, I go on a rant and I black out. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Those are the that.
1: kind, you know, <laughs> when you're just like, blah, blah, squirrel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Um, interesting question. What's what's the best piece of advice you have for somebody who's listening right now? I'm like, I am struggling. I'm, I've kind of hit a wall.
1: Um, well, two things. The first I would say is, was it really a wall or is that something that you created for yourself? Um, and in that space, when you ask yourself that, can you visualize it being a filter? That would be the first thing, you know? So if you're like, I, you know, in that exact context, if someone's watching this and they're like, yeah, I feel like I hit a wall was it a wall look at it again could it be a filter how can we work with it um the other to
0: quickly interrupt I love that your advice was not advice it was a question I think that (laughs) is profound and people should take note of that because that I just had to say it I think it's awesome <laughs> Please continue.
1: Yeah, no, well, you know, just before I I you know, this this next one that that I find I just want to, you know, point out that you said that because that's growth. It's learning to ask yourself better questions is the advice to that question. No one no one has the answer for you. Even me as a life coach, I'm never going to tell you what to do ever. There are directive life coaches and there are evocative life coaches and some people do good with directive for a period of time and, and some the other, Um, I personally find that when you can evoke out of someone, their own answer that comes from within, it is more empowering and it helps you really integrate these decisions and these moments and these experiences into your cellular being. So when you talk about you know spirit and there's nothing tangible, well, it isn't until it is, and you feel it. And, and I, can, I can only hope that someday you, whoever's watching reflects on this moment and says, oh my God, I know what she's talking about now. I felt it, I felt it click. Because there's a moment when you surrender everything into yourself in, in, in those things, whether it be loving yourself deeper or noticing something about yourself. And you go from a knowing, yeah, I know, I know, I know, to a, I'm practicing, I'm practicing, I'm practicing, I'm practicing to a, I got it, it's working. I feel it, it's in me. It's like brushing my teeth. That's the difference. That's the difference and that's the journey. The journey is knowing, practicing, walking, talking, and then being, 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 being. And, and that's when it clicks. You know, you're like, wow, oh, I felt it click in. I know it. And then it never leaves. And then it's non-negotiable. You're never giving up a part of yourself in a relationship at that point. You're never giving a part of yourself into a business that isn't yours, that you don't want to. You're never trading your happiness and joy for something that you really you know, don't want to do or, or whatever, unless you know that there's a learning and a healing in it. And you can see that awareness and perspective to it. Um, and 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 that's, that's life. That's, that's the, that's the gift of life is that you get to experience all of those things and then come to that moment. And I mean, I've had several of those and just even talking about it, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like those moments, like I so, so beautifully desire that people feel that. Because when you come into a space of that self-love and you know it and you click with it, you're like, there I am. And you realize you've never actually been lost. You were nowhere to be found. You were right here. You just had to stop for a minute and uncover some things. You've never gone anywhere. You just had to bring back the little parts of you that would have been damaged or harmed or whatever and just love them. And they're right here. Everything's right here. You have nowhere to go. Nowhere to be. Like, it's just right here.
0: I love that. Took me on a little journey there. Thinking through some stuff right there. Feeling through some stuff right there. You ever? I don't know what a, what do you call it. It's a story. That's what it made me think of. Um, it's like the so the gods were there. That the story goes, the gods are there and they're saying they have the meaning of life and they're asking each other, "Well, where do we hide this thing from the humans? The ones like you know the buried under the ground. They're like, no, one day they'll dig low enough. And then the other one's like, you're right. The other one's like. Put it at the bottom of the sea. like Now one day they'll get there. Put it in the stars. Now one day they'll they'll get there. And then one of them's like, hide it, within, they'll never, they'll never look within themselves. And I think that 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 reflection you brought there talks about that. You know, the, it's the cheesy like bumper sticker, which is not really cheesy. Like not all who wander are lost. It's like you're just experiencing, and you're right there, and you can connect to that if you allow it to. You have to slow down enough. You have to listen enough and you have to connect enough to be able to get there. And that was the journey you just took me on. And I was a <laughs> on that. Just That's so beautiful. you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I can't remember who to- I heard that story from. Maybe it was from like a, uh, some self-help thing I was watching or a certification I was taking, but um, I really love what you're doing. I really love what you're doing. I'm going to give you my final question, which happens to be my favorite question. All right. Cody, what is your purpose?
1: Oh, my purpose? Be me.
0: I love that. Just straight up.
1: All I have to do is be my authentic me and I'm doing everything that I need to be doing. And that is being me and doing that is in service of others. Walking it, talking it, being me, shows it, sheds light on it and allows other people to see that within themselves. And then they have the choice to show up.
0: I love that. That might actually be the most succinct answer I've gotten. And there's something really beautiful in simplicity like that. I think all of us could take a note on that one in general. Be me, be you, do you you. live your best life?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Cody, I think you're fantastic. I think, I, I think you dropped a lot of really insightful thoughts into this today i'm going to reflect on some more of them as well um because there's there's a lot to unpack in there and i think that's one of the beautiful things that i I, i've heard a lot of these veins of things before but we just need to be reminded more often than not like hey check in with yourself don't you know don't let others tell you how to live your life and, and be true to what's going on in your heart and slow down listen this thing is so powerful. I think that's part of what's so valuable about having a resource like you, like a coach, somebody to remind you at, the t- at times to just hold up the mirror and ask the questions which you so eloquently asked as your advice. How do you ask the questions? Yeah. So with all that, how somebody's listening here and they're like, yo, I dig her vibe. <laughs> I'm, I have some stuff. And it's not always like people are like, collapsed in the world. Like I'm sucking at life and I'm failing. It's like, or maybe they're just looking to get the other juice out of life that that's yeah. been evading them. Yeah. What would be the best way for somebody to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. Well, there's uh, SoulSproutSpeaks.com, which is my website. So they can go there. Um, you can catch me on Facebook. You can either find me directly like Cody Wassel or there's soul sprout on Facebook. Um, if you guys are more of the Instagram fam, there's soulsprout three, three, three. Um, so there's tons of different ways to, to get at me. You can email me Cody at SoulSproutSpeaks.com. Um, and basically, you know, if this is something that you want to dive into, I do like a 40 minute complimentary call where we can really see if it's a good fit. Um, and if you're really ready, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help anyone, Uh, But I really want to help those who are truly ready, you know, um, there's different one-on-ones, there's groups, there's, you know, different um, packages that I put together for where different people are. Um, So I kind of shift that to whatever it is that, that you guys need. Um, so yeah, just if you're feeling like you want to make some differences or you want to streamline some things or you want to get a little deep or you want to have a safe space to access a part of you that you know has been knocking at the door, um, I'm happy to hold that space and, and help you get there.
0: I love that. And I will put that all in the, uh, all your contact in the show notes. So Thank you. I record everything. So I'll put it all there because I wouldn't <laughs> remember it. And I'm not good at taking notes on the fly. i have just come to realize that about myself. I want somebody just like you know, like in the courtrooms, what do they have? It's the it's like a scribe stint, or stint,
1: what are they stenographer? Stint- there we go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have that. I saw I want to write I was a about
1: book. to I'm, say stenosis, and I'm like, no, I think that's something that happens in your spine. <laughs> that's different.
0: Yeah. Not that. <laughs> I feel for anybody who's got spinal stenosis. Um, I saw I want to write a book one day and I'm like, I don't want to sit down and write it. I just want somebody to like ask me questions and then contextualize it into written word because that's great. When you way find operate. that
1: person, let me know because I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah, I saw. <laughs> wait, see. It was a Gary V thing where he's like, this is how I write. I'm like, that is it right there. So I just need to get, be patient enough or just need to sit down and just like deal with it. But
1: yeah, but- I did. I did sit down and deal with it. And I made a chapter that I'm going to turn into like a little ebook for, for people Ooh. who are signing up. So I got to figure out how to just publish it and turn it into an ebook. I don't really know that part, but I got it on paper and it's edited. So we're, we're getting there.
0: I'm thinking of there's some online program that I got into. I'll find it. It might be called scribe. I can't remember what it is, but it might be to help people write a book. Um, I love it. I love it. There's something very powerful about putting your thoughts into the written word in some capacity. It is a legacy piece as well. Um, I think there's something really cool about that. Yeah. any other advice for anybody? Anything else you want to share? Any other thoughts that are in your head? You're like, I got to get them out right now.
1: Thoughts to get out right now. Just, you know, be kind. Be patient. Ask better questions. And know that you are enough and that you are perfect the way that you are and that your experiences are there to help guide you home. That's it.
0: You've had some really powerful answers to my questions so i really appreciate that thank you thank you thank you so much for being a guest on my show today i hope everybody's listening felt the same value i felt it was pretty amazing um thank you for being vulnerable thank you for sharing and um like i said all those all your contact information will be in the show notes but uh yeah everybody i'll be back again next week with another episode but until next time much love